What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy podcast. I'm your coach and host, Josh, here with... It's co-host and co-coach, KG, and I'm in the house. Before we kick off today's episode, we got a $50 Starbucks giveaway going on. We don't get a crazy amount of entries, so it's a fantastic opportunity to enter to win. And all you have to do is follow our Instagram, which is already winning because you're going to see incredible content from us. If you love our podcast, we give more tips. Kyle writes really amazing captions for photos with tons of info to help you become fitter, healthier, and happier. We're posting stories, sharing our grocery hauls, our favorite foods, some exercise we love. There's so much content to be had there. So just go over to our page at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. Shoot us a follow, comment on that Starbucks photo. I think you just gotta take a friend to be entered and boom, bada bing, you'll be entered. Hopefully you win that card and you'll be able to see more incredible content from us. So take two seconds to do that. And now let's jump into the episode. So for today, we're gonna be going over how to stop overeating once and for all. And this is something I'm incredibly passionate about because if you're in this cycle of feeling like it's all or nothing, it's black and white and it's just a vicious cycle to be in because you feel like you're doing so good, then you mess up and that one bad meal turns into a bad day, turns into a bad week and then you're off it, then you need to get back on it. It's just, it's a horrible feeling and this is something you can solve. This is something you can work about. Even myself, I've been incredibly balanced. I've been able to eat my favorite foods. I've been able to shred down to gain muscle to maximize my physique. And we're gonna show you how to do that with these eight tips. So number one is not being half in, half out. When you're half in, half out, and you have the mindset that, oh, I crush it, Monday to Friday, it's easy, then the first situation arises for you to overeat, maybe someone offers you a slice of pizza or something, you just do it, and then you can't stop yourself. Instead, it's really important if you say, I'm in this, I'm gonna put my best foot effort, I'm gonna put my best effort forward, you're gonna be in a better position to have success. So even for me, I'll pre-log as much as I can, I'll try and know my situation. If I'm going out for dinner, I'll leave a bunch of calories, and then if there's a situation for me to go over, 9.9 times out of 100, I guess, 99 out of 100, I'll say no, I already have my pre-planned thing. And there are times where you can break this rule obviously it's it's an incredible special event if you're aware doing it in moderation and understanding it may hinder your progress a little bit but it won't kill you that's a good way and a good attitude to have about it saying so this is a rare occurrence at the end of the day even myself i've been eating consistently about 3,000 to 3,200 calories. I should be able to eat all the favorite things I want, fit it within that range. And even if you have less calories, there's always a way to make it work with portioning, with maximizing healthier foods, with having high fiber foods, by increasing the amount of vegetables and water you have. You can feel a lot of satiety even when you're in a deficit if you are eating high quality food. So when you're all in, you need to be all in and whatever that is. And if you find you can't commit to a cut right now, maybe it's better to revisit that. Instead, eat at maintenance and do it at a level that's comfortable. If cutting too aggressively is killing you, don't do it so aggressively. Do it a little bit slower, take it down a notch until you can kind of build up that experience to get there. And at the end of the day, being very real and saying, I'm in this, I'm in this, it goes a long way. Whereas when you're half in, half out, like you think you're in a pool, half of you submerged in the water, the other half's all cold and uncomfortable. It's the very same with this. And that's where you'll get in that cycle of being really successful and then being out of it when you're not fully committed. Because at the end of the day, there are challenges, things will arise, it'll be at dinners, there'll be temptations. You just need to say, nope, I'm done, I've had my food, I don't need to order this extra food at 10 p.m., I'm satisfied, on to the next. And the more you do this, the more it becomes a routine and the easier it gets.
And jumping into number two, watch your words and look for solutions. I find a lot of times people have different sayings that they've just created in their head, you know, telling themselves, I always screw up. I can't control myself. The weekends are the hardest. You'll believe what you want to when you say it out loud. And at the end of the day, for me personally, I'm not like a crazy fan of affirmations, but if I say, hey, I'm a fit, healthy, happy individual. I always make great decisions the best I can. Like you start to kind of create this like identity for yourself. That's what you're gonna believe. And that's what you're subconsciously gonna do when it comes down to to making these decisions to overeat or to stay on track. So watch your words, say positive things about yourself, and I guarantee this alone will help you start to make better decisions and to stop when you actually should be stopping. Number three is understanding you, yourself, and your situation. Everyone is so different. Everyone enjoys different things. You like sweet foods. Is it desserts that really mess you up? Is it when you go out, you have no control? Is it you really like salty, savory foods or is the rascal version of you, as we like to call it, the post 7, 8 p.m. version of you who always goes for some extra food because you're bored or order something when you're bored, destroying your progress. And when you analyze what your weaknesses are, you can work against them. So for instance, even me, I know nothing good comes from me eating after 8 p.m. I love food. It's delicious. I think it's the best thing ever. And when I get bored, I want to reach for it. Instead, even just saying I don't need it is one of the best tips you can do. And it's a really powerful thing when you think, oh, I want to have this crazy thing and just I don't need it. And remembering sometimes the first five bites will taste the same as the next 80. And there's no need to stuff yourself. And even for me, as I consider myself a logical thinker, a lot of the time I'll think, oh, I want this whole bag of chips. But then so if I eat this bag of chips, I'm going to feel horrible. And my face is going to be like bloated as can be. I'm going to be so thirsty for water from all the sodium. The next day I'm going to be thrown off. I'm going to be wasting money on chips. I'm not going to feel good in the gym tomorrow. I'm going to be lethargic. Not alone, that thought process can talk me out of it. And just the same, if you're like, I've been crushing it, I've been consistent, I've been in my macros, I'm completely full and satisfied right now, I don't need food, I can eat food again tomorrow, or I can fit in this food I want, that can go a long way. Some people I know, they absolutely love their sweets, it's just their favorite thing, and you can still do that in moderation. I know people that'll have a piece of like dark chocolate every night, or they'll have a little low calorie ice cream bar, like the Yasus are really fantastic, so you can still get that benefit that joy without the big drawback of being extreme with it and even if you are someone who's very extreme if you're very all or nothing and just knowing that about yourself and saying I don't need to be all or nothing in the sense of I can't have any sweets I can't have any of that work little bits of it in balance yourself entertain these challenging situations go out to dinners try and pre-log maybe you'll do fantastic maybe you won't be perfect it gives you the opportunity to get to the drawing board and try again and when you take it from that attitude and you take it as a problem that you're constantly working to get better and better with you will get better and better and it will get easier and easier. And I would say one of the biggest reasons a lot of people don't succeed is because of a lack of accountability. There's nobody in their life that's willing to say, hey, Josh, we got to cut this out. We got to dial this in. Here are your set numbers. Here how to make this change. Here's how to help you out and, and do all this great stuff. And that's why we are offering for three awesome people right now, send us a message on the on our Instagram with the keyword March Madness. Our Instagram is Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. We have a discounted rate right now for our coaching program, and we're really excited to help you get the results that you deserve. But having a coach hold you accountable, give you a weekly check-in, a video interaction every single Friday, check out the spreadsheet, look through your MyFitnessPal if that's what we need to do, and give you some different suggestions and help you just dial everything in. That alone can be the difference between like not succeeding and actually succeeding. So that's why we want to help three of you awesome people. So make sure to send us that message, March Madness. But number four is honestly just having 
higher quality, more nutritious foods because there's a massive difference between someone who has, let's say 1800 calories of pop tarts of just lower protein, like no fiber, just like kind of crappier decisions, maybe ice cream, all that other stuff. And then someone who happens to have lots of veggies, you know, a good amount of fruits, high protein at every single meal that alone, like on the days where I do have, or in the past where I would have like a crappier day of eating, it is insane. I just wanted to eat like crazy. Even something to consider is let's say you happen to have a donut for breakfast afterwards your body's just going to crave more sugar your body's going to crave more of that stuff whereas you have your greek yogurt for breakfast which is like what i like to do my my great healthy lunch it will consistently compound. So the biggest thing, eat super healthy, eat super high quality. Of course, once again, 80-20 principle, thinking of the things that Josh mentioned, but the more that you eat this great stuff, the easier it's gonna be to help satiate you and to help you stay on track and avoid overeating. Yeah, do yourself the favor of letting yourself feel great. If you actually spend good time eating really healthy, eating high quality foods, I always like to say your body will crave more of what it has. If you're having a ton of sugar, high processed, simple foods, your body's gonna want more of that. But if you're having a lot of healthy foods, you're getting really into veggies, a lot of fruits, eating high quality things that are beneficial for you, your body will crave more good food. Like even myself, I'm just so much less tempted by eating really, really good. I've been doing about 90, 10, feeling fantastic there. And I'm aware of the difference. Like Kyle said, when you're having those simple foods, you don't feel the same. You don't have that pep. You don't feel as satisfied. You have less energy. You feel more erratic. Instead, when you're eating really good foods, you feel powerful. You feel in control. It just, it feels amazing. And giving yourself that benefit goes such a long way. And that brings me to number five, which is loading your house with healthy snacks. Having tons of healthy snacks you can just lean into goes such a long way. So for myself, my favorites, I love the Quest chips. They go such a long way. I've been having a little more Vector cereal as like a fill-in snack. So I can get like a good 400 calories, two servings of that with uh, the 0% Fairlife milk. It's a fantastic way for me to get some protein around that 3 p.m. time. Another thing I've been loving is uh, baby tomatoes or whatever they're called and carrots. Those go a long way and I find they're really good snacky foods for when I just want an extra bite at night. I've also been keeping a lot of salad stuff so I can have a huge salad anytime I want a lot of food, a lot of volume. And this is going to be entirely different for everyone, but having a lot of things in your house that are really good for you, that excite you, that you want to grab will kind of get over that itch of like, I need to go out, I need to order something. And instead, you know, you have the resources for yourself to be successful. So it's a really important you do those things. It's so easy to say, oh, I don't want to spend money, like be tricky, so expensive. Expensive. But at the end of the day, if it helps save you from eating a bunch of nonsense, overeating, overordering, it is good to make sure you have a lot of these snacks readily available. And there's such good protein substitutions now. Definitely something I'd recommend taking advantage of. Awesome. And I'm just going to jump into the next one, which is just simply understanding hunger signaling and also sticking to a routine. So our bodies want to be consistent. And that's where I think some people struggle is like, you know, just between their breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, and everything, they're kind of all over the place. And I find that the times that I have done this in the past, that's where I would just kind of more or less want to make the worst decisions. I don't end up making it, but I can see the temptation. I can see the habits kind of just going down the drain. And that's where it's just, it gets very challenging. And I think a lot of people, once again, if you just have your consistent, like I have my breakfast and my lunch and my dinner as well, always at the same time. And my body's like, okay, cool. I'm being fed. You know, it just, it knows roughly what's taking place. And it's one of those things that like, there's a lot of subconscious things that take place within our bodies, within our minds. And even sometimes when it comes to just like wanting to binge on, crappier unhealthier foods if you're just forcing yourself to be so starving and just really pushing things and not helping yourself out there there's a reason that you're just going to want to have a lot more and just i guess you could say extra food that's not benefiting you so once again remember hunger signaling remember um, just keeping it nice and consistent and that'll definitely go a long way 
Number seven is avoiding trigger foods when down. I always like to remind myself that I'm not a dog, I don't need a treat, and I like having delicious foods and experiences, and I will go and have delicious foods and celebrate and go out for something fun. But at the end of the day, when you're tired, you're sad, whatever it is, sometimes that emotion just wants us to get a quick burst of joy of just some kind of good feeling. And oftentimes food will do that. And that's where food can be so comforting and good. But the problem is it's only good for about three, five, 10 minutes, whatever it is for you to eat that food. Then after you'll be like, what I do? Why did I eat so much of this food? Why did I have a whole bag of chips? Why did I eat this whole pizza? I didn't need that. And I just wanted to feel better. And a lot of times we'll do that because we want ourselves to feel better, but we'll evidently feel worse. So when you're down, it's important to recognize that. I used an example a while ago when I just kind of felt down. I didn't feel myself and I wanted to grab something. And instead I said, no, I'm going to do something that's going to make me feel better. So that could be going for a workout. That could be going for a walk. That could be doing something that truly relaxes you, whatever it may be that will actually help you feel better and having that higher level thinking. And instead of just saying, I'm going to grab that quick thing, because these moments happen, they happen a lot. And it's so easy for us to completely undo a lot of progress. We can have one, two, three, four thousand extra calories, and that can put a big hole in our progress. And instead of analyzing that, and even just the same, if you are hungry and you're feeling down, make yourself one of your favorite foods, spend some extra time preparing it. Even with my Greek yogurt in the mornings, I've taken more time cutting up a bunch of different berries, having a bunch of different toppings, making it really exciting. And when you have this approach, you'll find, and you can break that habit, you'll have a lot more success in your journey for sure. Yeah, I think one thing to even remember, and this is something that I always remember, is that after a few bites, it all ends up tasting the same. And I heard this from someone in the past, and it just it's a good reminder when you want to just go above and beyond on something that you probably shouldn't, that after those two bites, it's all, it's all the same stuff. And I think that could definitely help a lot of people as well. But number eight is just knowing when to take a step back to give flexibility um, or just kind of, yeah, like pull back a little bit. And there definitely are some situations where maybe doing a bit of a reverse diet, maybe going through a muscle, uh, muscle gain phase where we increase your calories a bit, get you off of a deficit deficit um, or just do any of these things could definitely help out. It is very situational. Like once again, there are some people out there though, and it is important to know the difference between like not having discipline and like actually struggling, needing to take a break. And another thing to consider is so many people are just consistently dieting years and years and years and years. And they're wondering, why am I not making progress here? Why am I struggling? yeah, once again, take, take some time, give yourself a bit of a break. Like even just in terms of being in a deficit, it's not something that should always be taking place. You need to give yourself some time to just go through a muscle gain phase to do a bit of a reverse diet. But I just wanted to put an asterisk here because there's so many people out there who will do something for two weeks. who will be like, Oh, I can't do it. They're bringing Oreos into the house. They're doing all this stuff. And then they're like, okay, I need a bit of a break. So there's a big difference between someone who legit needs it and someone who just like, I guess, lacks self-discipline. So I just wanted to uh, leave that with you today. So those are eight tips. Once again, this is a process that will go on for the rest of your life. This is your relationship with food. This is your health. And it'll be entirely different from everyone. And the biggest position for success is not being restrictive, self having self-analysis and aiming to do better. You do those three things, you'll have a ton of success. Learn to use the 80-20 rule, the 90-10 rule, the 95-5. Wherever you feel best, aim to eat more healthy foods, evaluate your patterns, create more consistencies, and continue to work on it. Have some self-understanding. Understand you may mess up. There may be mistakes. It's not the end of the world. And as long as you strive to do better, you will get better and you will grow. So thank you everyone for tuning in today. If you haven't taken two seconds, a lot of people have been saying they love our podcast. They love there's no ads and they want to ask 
how they can help us. It really just means the world if you share this episode to your Instagram story or any episode you love. Send it over text to a friend, your family chat, anyone you know who wants to be fit, healthier, happier. That really does help us grow. If everyone listened, everyone who listened to this shared it, we'd be able to get two, three, four, five times growth immediately. And we know that might not necessarily happen. But for those of you that do share that take a few seconds to leave a review to let people know about our podcast, uh, shoot us a message on Instagram. We thank you from the bottom of our hearts because it keeps us going. And we'll see you in the next episode. Peace out.